Welcome in to the newest episode of the Hoth Hangout Podcast. Glad to have you here with us joining us for episode 59 of the Hoth Hangout Podcast. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Joey and I have a fun episode in store for today as we are ranking our Disney live-action TV shows. That's including Andor, Obi-Wan, Ahsoka, Mando, and the Book of Boba Fett. Going to be a fun episode, a ranking episode, one of our favorites to do. Uh, but before we get into all of that, a quick reminder, if you're not yet subscribed to the Hot Hangout YouTube channel, check us out over there on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Uh, we are at 351 subscribers over there. Thank you to all those of you who are subscribed to the Hot Hangout YouTube channel. Additionally, you can also reach us at hothhangout at gmail.com with any comments or questions, Star Wars or otherwise. We'd love to listen to some of your thoughts over email. Again, hothhangout at gmail.com. Additionally, you can check out the audio version of the Hoth Hangout podcast everywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify and Apple. Additionally, we are reachable on all the socials, whether it be TikTok, Instagram, or X at Hoth Hangout on each of those platforms. Once again, we want to welcome you into this episode of the podcast. Hope you're having a great day. Joey, what's going on, man? I hope I know you're feeling a little bit under the weather. Yeah, the of course, with the winter coming along, my daughter got a little bit of a cold uh, from school. So then I picked it up. And so now I'm back to uh, popping cough drops during the middle of this podcast. So but other other than that, doing pretty good. Just uh, waiting for the day that I we have like a couple of weeks off from work. So that's my uh, that's I'm just running the time on at this point. Nice. Nice. It's hard to believe it's already December, by the way. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know where that time went. And it should say for uh, this being episode 59, did you know that the last week we actually recorded 100 episodes, uh, not yes. 100 episodes, 100 videos, that's including that. shorts and other things. So yeah, 100 videos. Right. We're, we're 100 uh, videos deep into the Hoth Hangout YouTube channel and here's to the next 100. You have, do you have a favorite of the first 100 videos just off chance? Oh geez, I'd have to think about <laughs> that's, it. That's a, little a big bit. question to pose. Yeah, uh, yeah, just out of nowhere. nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the, I mean, all, I think our reaction videos are always fun to do. Yeah, and um, really, probably like the first. I, I would like to go back to the first episodes to see how, uh, how we looked and how we sounded and what everything went, how everything went. Yeah, Gibbo saying the episode five Ahsoka reaction. That was a great of course, one. Yeah. yeah, that was a great yeah. one. Well, uh, before we get into just a quick brief bit of news today, uh, another reminder related to today's topic of Disney live-action TV shows. In next week's episode of the Hoth Hangout podcast, we're also going to be bringing on some guests, uh, and we'll announce who those guests will be at the end of today's podcast. Just wanted to plug that really quick and, and let you all know that next week's episode is going to focus largely on the same topic as this week, but bring in some more voices from the community of, of Star Wars and hear from them as well. So. Uh, be on the lookout for that. Our first piece of news today that we want to touch on, and actually one of our really only pieces of real news, um, is that Skeleton Crew, the release date, which was, I think, originally intended to be quarter one of 2024, uh, has now been pushed back all the way to holiday time of 2024, uh, meaning quarter four. And so we see maybe like a 10, 11-month pushback of this show. And again, this is one that we have kind of a pretty good idea what it's going to be about, but is still going to be introducing us largely to brand new characters. And so um, there's a lot of unknowns that come with that is what I'm trying to say. And so 
Um, looks like we're going to have to wait almost an entire year for this show to to come out. What was your initial reaction when you heard this news, Joey? A little confusing. I mean, I, I figured, I thought that production was done on this. You know, if, if we were thinking that Q1 was going to be the uh, the target date for it. And was this the one that had the the date that was on some government website of the patent or the copyright? I was, think it, so. was it this one? Yes, right, I yeah, believe so. so. So I mean that you know, and I think that was really the the estimated time of arrival for that, and uh, and I think that was December twenty twenty three. I think that was actually supposed to be this month, but it doesn't seem like that's the case. But all that to say, I mean, not too upset about it. Uh, not really knowing a ton about what's going to be happening in that show. Uh, like you said, it, it does bring a, a bunch of new characters into the Star Wars universe, which is always fun. But um, I think at this point, I think we're we're okay with the amount of <laughs> characters that we have right now that we have to keep up with. So uh, get, we can we could uh, take that time and you know really enjoy what we've got right now. And then when that comes next holiday season, and I think we even said this before with this kind of show, I think it'd be kind of could be a, a nice and cozy type of uh, uh, show with uh, with uh, with the kids and Jude Law and everything. So I think it should be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I love my guy Jude Law. He's he's one of my favorite actors, actually. So, um, but unfortunately, as you said, we'll have to maybe wait until next holiday season in order to check him out in the new Skeleton Crew show. It is surprising, though. I I was under the assumption that, and I think we're correct in assuming that the production on this has completely wrapped. So I I don't know what all went into that decision to delay it, but um, whatever the reasoning was, hopefully in the long run it just makes it a better show, maybe um, give it more time to perhaps edit out some of the things it wasn't sure about or maybe make it just that much better of a show in the post-production phase. So uh, again, we'll see this show probably in like 10 or 11 months time from now. And I should also mention, I don't know if this was officially announced by Star Wars, right. but it was Correct. a report from the Bestman Bulletin, which is a very reputable Star Wars source. Uh, and so this isn't something that's like just speculation per se. Um, it is something that is likely true, but has not been officially confirmed by Disney or Star Wars. However, it is being reported by very reputable sources. So just wanted to make a note of that in, in case anyone was wondering, oh, I didn't see that from Disney. Yeah, they have not officially announced this, but more than likely this will end up being a, a big delay. So, um, With that being our only piece of real news today, Joey and I have just brief things that we wanted to do before we get into some of the viewer comments from last week's podcast. Uh, Joey has a quick update for me, and then I have a little surprise for him. Yeah. So. Yes. So my little quick update, I, I've been, I've been, of course, I'm a collector. I do like the Star Wars figures, Legos, games, everything. So uh, I did complete a Lego build recently, and I wanted to show it off a little bit here on the uh, video version of the podcast. So here is oh. a little Mandalorian. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Lego Lego helmet here. It took me just under three hours to finish, and it was a it was a lot of fun actually to do. Nice. So yeah, the little I, Mandalorian. I, I I have a Darth Vader one as well, like in the scale ooh. too. But this is the this is the one that I completed uh, just last night actually. I was at Target two weeks ago picking out Christmas presents, mm -hmm. um, and I saw this on the shelf and was like, oh man, I really want to buy that for myself. Yeah. <laughs> do it it looks super cool yeah it's pretty cool so yeah it was a lot of fun to do and they they have like this whole helmet series on lego so there's 
there's Vader, there's Mando, there's Boba Fett, there are, you know, Co- uh, Commander Cody, Captain Rex, mm-hmm. they have like all of these different helmets. So I it's taking everything in me to not buy every single one of those and building those and <laughs> displaying them all across my room, but uh yeah, so it was uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to to put these together. Nice, that's awesome. You want to do you want to plug a, a Twitch channel where you did that on? I mean, I, yes, <laughs> in fact I did do that uh on my Twitch channel. If you look up uh, uh It's Kuya Joey, I will put it in the show notes here if you wanted to watch uh watch me build some Legos. I build Legos every Saturday there and uh yeah, it's a lot of fun. So come on by. Nice. Yeah, that looks super cool. I might have to give myself a Christmas present. Mm-hmm. Uh, all I'm saying. Met? Wait, wait, is there another Twitch channel we need to to learn about? Or... <laughs> you mean the inactive one? <laughs> the inactive one that you, that's been what has it been eight months now or something? Oh like that? gosh, I don't even know. Probably longer, <laughs> but yeah, both the both the Twitch links are in the show notes. I recommend uh, going to Joey's and checking him out, doing some Legos and lots of other fun stuff too throughout the week as well. All right, I have a surprise for you, Joey. All right, let's see what yours is. This is something that we've talked about before on the podcast, mm-hmm. um, and you remember how I showed you? I think it was three weeks ago, maybe something like that, where I showed you the gifts I got from Hallmark mm-hmm. that were the Ahsoka. Uh, ornament as well as yeah. the uh, Scooby Doo. Did I show you the Scooby Doo one? Maybe I. Didn't I don't remember the Scooby Doo one. one. No, I don't right. remember the Scooby Doo one. I showed you the Ahsoka one, I think, because mm-hmm. um, it obviously it pertains to the podcast. And so, part of what Hallmark does is you and I were looking at an ornament. I think weeks before that, uh, and so without my knowing, uh, my girlfriend signed up on a list. And to be contacted if they receive shipments. No way. Of a particular Star Wars ornament. They called her last week and she went in to pick it up while she wasn't with me. And so she gave it to me as a gift a couple days ago. We actually uh, were setting up a Christmas tree together recently. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I do have the yes! <laughs> on solo <laughs> Star Wars ornament here. Uh, nice. And for those that don't know, we we reacted to a video of this maybe like a month and a half ago or something on the podcast. And uh, mm-hmm. there's a the part of the ornament in the in the center actually goes down with Han Solo on it, and then reemerges yes. with him in Carbonite. So uh, right. I, we might have to do a, a live action demonstration of this at some point. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. <laughs> but I just Nicely wanted to share done. that with you. And uh, so hey, I uh, saw that and I was like, oh, no way! This is I'm, the coolest. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I think she's a keeper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she she listens to the podcast, so she'll uh, nice. she'll be able to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nice. um, a couple cool cool things there in regards to the uh, the Mando helmet and the the Han Solo uh, Christmas ornament. So just fun little bits we wanted to include before we got to some of your comments and our feed or your feedback from our last episode. Uh, we have got two comments to showcase during this podcast. Uh, the first of which is from Lord Galvatron. Lord Galvatron says, in, in response to our question of the day uh, from the last episode in which we covered some of the shortcomings of, of the Disney era of Star Wars, Lord Galvatron says, what has Disney done wrong? Ultimately, many of Disney's wrongdoings stem from decisions made in the sequel trilogy. And while I stand on the fact that the sequels are my favorite, there are definitely problems I can't ignore. I don't think the studio was involved enough when it came to planning this trilogy, which led to the lack of cohesion between 7 and 8. 
but I also think they got too involved during the production of Nine. They tried way too hard to please every fan after the reception of Last Jedi. And if you try to please everyone, you end up pleasing no one. I thought that was the part of this comment that I read. And I was like, hmm, that is very, very true. Mm -hmm. I, I think that is really a lot of what they did with Rise of Skywalker. Uh, Lord Galvatron goes on to say, the blackballing of John Boyega is unforgivable. The premise of his character was something so fresh and exciting and was completely, utterly wasted. Not to be cynical, but I think it would have been better for his character if he died sacrificing himself on Crate to save the Rebellion. I thought about that, and I was like, actually, I think that would have been more um, influential and more compelling in, towards, in terms of the overall story. So I would agree with the second point as well. And then the final point Lord Galvatron makes is, uh, says, I did mention last week that Star Wars on Disney Plus has yet to miss, and I do believe that there are two things I wasn't a fan of. One being Moff Gideon goes out like a punk. Uh, his mm. death could have been better. Second, Boba Fett getting his show hijacked wasn't a great look. Sure, the episodes are awesome, but a lot of that stuff would have been in Mando Season 3. Uh, and then, of course, got Lord Galvatron said he tried to keep it concise, but there's more overall to be said. Uh, but these are the biggest things that Star Wars failed with, and then commented as well on Chief Creative Officer Dave Filoni. Uh, newly instated in Disney. So I think Lord Gavatron makes some great points. The uh, the final sentence of the first point, if you try to please mm -hmm. everyone, you end up pleasing no one, is something that I was like, oh, yeah, that is a good way of kind of summarizing what episode nine tried Absolutely. to do. So, um, yeah, thank you to Lord Gavatron for that comment, and uh, we appreciate you. Keep the comments coming. Our second and final comment for this episode is from Aunt Vesuvi. Uh, I mentioned in the last episode that I had never had stuffing before this Thanksgiving. Um, I honestly don't know what kind of stuffing it was. It was my <laughs> girlfriend's great grandmother's recipe. So um, whatever whatever is used in that recipe. Uh, obviously, he also says a lot of people use regular bread, an elevated version of stovetop. Uh, but my maternal grandmother used to make the best with cornbread. Cornbread stuffing. That sounds very delicious. Also, Aunt Vesuvi says, Joey, since you mentioned your mom being in Thailand, I spent three weeks there in December 2001. Bangkok and Pattaya Beach. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, so much beauty and deliciousness. Since Anthony's comment from last week mentioned the radio drama retelling of New Hope. I remember loving it, but it was strange hearing someone else do Vader. It is on YouTube. So we, maybe we can uh, react to that, Joey, if it's all on mm -hmm. YouTube. I'll have to maybe plan an episode of that sometime in the near future. Avasuvi also concludes the comment saying the longest version is nearly five hours. There are also ones <laughs> for the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. All good despite some minor inconsistencies to canon. Cheers, Gibbo. Uh, the New Hope radio drama. What do you think, Joey? Mm. I think we can knock that out. That sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah, we got it. Neither of us have seen it, right? Mm -hmm. Or heard right. it, actually. Or heard <laughs> it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so it is the YouTube version. It wouldn't be video then. It would just be like a stagnant mm. screen of. I would assume as much, yeah. So maybe that's a podcast the only uh, right. episode for us, <laughs> yeah. or a listener-only podcast episode. Right, right. Well, obviously, we want to we want to thank you for your comment and uh, for the insightful uh, thoughts you've had as well, and for the kind of touching on aspects of uh, various parts of Joey and I's lives in your comment as well. Yeah, stuffing, the stuffing, yes, <laughs> <laughs> the official food of the Hoth Hangout podcast. Yeah. Uh, uh, sponsorship pending <laughs> <laughs> the time has arrived joey for us to rank mm -hmm. and rate our live action disney star wars tv shows did uh, did you notice the shirt i was wearing by the way i don't know if that I gives did away notice anything that i wore Anyone's some uh, given anything away i wore a little bit of merch but mine doesn't give away as much <laughs> as to the um uh, as to my favorite shows so 
Mm, I'm curious to see your rankings. I think with only five live-action Disney Star Wars shows, um, there can only be so much variation in our rankings. It's not exactly like when we did our rankings of the uh, of the films when there you know there's obviously more films than there are live action TV shows. So, right. Having said that, if you've never seen Joey and I do an episode like this, uh, we will say it is definitely an episode you can listen to. It's also a fun episode if you want to watch the video version because uh, producer Gibbo has constructed some pretty cool graphics for us. Display our picks one by one as we go along, revealing both of our fifth picks at the same time, then our fourth, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Uh, and then finally concluding with our top overall picks. So, um, in case you're not aware, familiar with what the five live-action Disney TV shows are in the uh, in the Disney Disney Plus era of Star Wars, we'll call it. Uh, those shows are The Mandalorian, Ahsoka. The Obi-Wan Kenobi show, the book of Boba Fett, and Andor. So um, Joey and I are going to each be putting five of those in order. Uh, we should also mention each of these shows have one season except for The Mandalorian, which has three seasons, which that piece of the discussion may or may not come into play at some point here. Um, what do you think, Joey? Do you got any more thoughts before we start our rankings? No, let's get to it. All right. And also, we encourage you watching and listening to comment down below your rankings one through five. Uh, and just as another reminder, next week, we're going to bring on some guests to the podcast and essentially have them do a relatively similar variation of what we're doing here in today's episode and have them give their five favorite shows as well. So um, without further ado, should we check out each of our fifth ranked Disney Star Wars live action show? Here we go. Well, look at both that. <laughs> We, both I, of us. I think we figured that this would probably be both of our least favorites. Um, mm. I think it was actually, I debated between this and one other show that will be on the mm, fourth really? spot on my list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I, I think in the end, I thought about it. I was like, yeah, I mean, when I think about just pure enjoyment, this was certainly number five on my list um, for what it's mm-hmm. worth. I should also mention that these are our personal favorite rankings. Um, this isn't like some objective measure that each of us are trying to make. This is just like purely right. how much each of us enjoyed these shows. The The main thing you got to say about Boba, and this is the largest criticism of it, is that it is essentially halfway through turns into The Mandalorian season 2.5. I think mm. I've said a few times that it felt like in the production of this show was during the craziness that was Mandalorian season 2. And it feels like it happened like in the middle of this show. Uh, and because I think it's episode four, episode five, where it's like suddenly Boba Fett is just not really a main point in the show, hardly at all. And um, the characters in the show just kind of turn, it turns into the, the Mando and Grogu show. Um, you know, Disney knows what their moneymaker is and they're like, all right, Boba, you're out. Uh, Grogu and Mando, you're in. So that is a, big downside to this show i i will say i think other than that it's just a little bit show uh, a little bit slow excuse me and then something that i think upset a lot of longtime fans of the star wars uh, original trilogy is that they really just changed the character of boba in a way that a lot of people did not resonate with so those were kind of my biggest criticisms of the show what did you think joey 
Yeah, I mean to start off where, where you left off, there there are Boba Fett, um, there are Boba Fett fans out there from way in the beginning, um, and the little piece that he actually got in in the original trilogy, they stuck with him the entire time. They love the figures. You know, one of the most sought after figures is a Boba Fett figure. Um, like a prototype Boba Fett figure. We'll talk about that later. I think it's like hundreds of thousands of dollars if you didn't know. But um, there's so you definitely have the the fan base for it. So it's it's unfortunate that um, it didn't come to for like to a, a good place as far as this show. Um, I, I mean, this was for me when I was going into this show. I wasn't like really hyped up to watch it, to be honest. And the 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 problem that I, I see with the show is that there's no like real memorable moments for me that happen. You know, each of the other shows, I feel like there's like at least one moment where I'm like, yes, I remember that. That was awesome. Unfortunately, the only memory I have from this show is that one guy that was spinning after uh, the the spin during the battle, and he was just you know the right. 360 no scope. That was the only one, only piece that I remember. So unfortunate, but. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's why I had to, uh, had him have the bo- book of Boba Fett at number five. Well, well, and the cool moments from this show were everything that revolved around someone who wasn't Boba Fett. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, it, exactly. it was like, oh, it's like, this is really cool, but this has nothing to do with Boba. Uh, and it was more so just about like, this is a little bit of a spoiler if you haven't seen book of Boba Fett, but it was like Mando and Grogu and even Luke at one point. I think another big detriment uh, to the show is that it it basically, because it's like Mando season 2.5, there's, there's parts of this show where, that if you didn't see it, then Mando season 3 becomes confusing. Because at the end of Mando season 2, uh, you, you see how it ends. You know, Luke takes Grogu. And you're just like, oh, okay, like Mando and Grogu aren't going to be together when season three starts. And then season three starts and um, and they're together. And you're like, wait, how did this happen? And so if you don't watch Book of Boba, Mando season three becomes more confusing, I think. I don't know if that's a bigger detriment to the Mandalorian or a bigger detriment to Book of Boba Fett. But I think it's just something notable and worthy to bring up in this discussion. So um, we had we had a, a bit of like reverb there during that last segment a little bit. Hopefully it won't go back, uh, won't come into play anymore going forward. I can't hear it anymore. So um, just as a heads up for any of you listeners who are wondering why my voice might have been going through a little bit there. I think we've, we've uh, solved that issue. And so um, do you have anything more to cover on Boba Fett or should we move on to our fourth ranking? Uh, Let's move on to number four. Okay, this is where I think we might start to drift apart, but it might Let's still see, be the yeah. same. Oh, we're the nope. same. <laughs> it's the same. Okay. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you want to talk about Obi Wan first, since I talked yeah, about sure. Boba? Okay. Yeah, I think the. I mean, it's a short list, right? It's it's only five. As as much as I did enjoy uh, Kenobi, I mean, some of the great things is you know we got Hayden Christensen back. They 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 battled against each other again. Um, they had a you know a great storyline with uh, a youngling kind of becoming uh, one of the inquisitors. So I mean, that actually was a really good show, you know. But uh, and I've talked about this before whether 
we're doing one of our drafts or one of these, you know, rank the wink rank these shows type of episodes, is that eventually, you know, what you end up doing is stacking up stacking it against all the other shows. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you have Kenobi, you just you know, it didn't quite meet the other three, you know. So I don't think that's this is necessarily mean that it's a bad show at all. It just means that there's five and something had to be number four, you know. So I think the there was so yeah, there was just a ton of great content that came out of this. I think there's some great characters that came out of it, and no, I, I enjoyed it. You know, I think we yeah we did a rewatch of this uh, after the year anniversary of the the of uh, its showing, and yeah, you and I both enjoyed it, enjoyed the rewatch, and uh, I, I think we picked up a couple of things along the way, and yeah, I think it's a good show. I you know I I think just I loved having the old cast back. Especially after everything that Hayden Christensen gone through during the prequels and the criticisms he uh, that were given to him because of his, you know, uh, because of, uh, excuse me, because of the prequels. So to have him welcome back into the Star Wars community, so much so that they actually put him back into Star Wars, a, a show. I think that I think that's like the best part of it, you know, is that we can now. uh kind of come to terms with all of that. Yeah, like listen, we know that the fans were kind of kind of uh kind of bad back then and maybe continued to, you know, have some bad eggs here and there. But for the most part, we were able to welcome him back into Star Wars. We see him in here, we see him in Ahsoka. So it's just I think I think that's why I enjoy this show. But again, just because it's fourth does not mean it's bad in any sense. Right. Yeah, I think the main thing that you mentioned that I would like to reiterate is how much I enjoyed seeing Ewan McGregor in the role of Obi-Wan and how much I enjoyed seeing Hayden Christensen in the role of Anakin or or Darth Vader, I guess. And so um, those were definitely high points for me. I think the reason I actually almost debated it putting this five um, Mm. that may be a little bit surprising. Um, I would say the parts of this show that I feel like could be better. I think it functions better as a film or a movie. And I think that shows when you watch this show. There's just certain parts that don't feel like it flow very well, in my opinion. Um, I think it could have focused more largely on Obi-Wan. I think it focused a lot on Reva. And I know people have their concerns about... Concerns is probably putting it lightly. A lot of people just don't like Reva as a character. um, For Mm -hmm. one reason or another... I'm I'm okay with Reva as a character. Um I just I just didn't need that much of her in a show that I was expecting all to be about Obi-Wan. Uh mm-hmm. and so with that in mind, I think the way they kind of alternate between Reva and Obi-Wan, Reva Obi-Wan, it's almost like a 50-50 screen time thing when I would much mm-hmm. rather this be and like purely Obi-Wan's show. Um sure. I I, I I think the actress who played Leia was excellent. I don't necessarily think I needed as much Leia as we got, but I'm I'm less critical of that point. Mm-hmm. Um, my main thing I want to get across is I think this would have worked so much better as a movie. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think it did anything to lessen my enjoyment of the original trilogy or the prequel trilogy. Um, but I just I just wish we had gotten more Obi Wan. Actually, I also wish we would have gotten more uh, Qui-Gon, more Liam Neeson. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. That was maybe a little bit of a spoiler, too, if you haven't seen Obi-Wan. <laughs> but, um, you know, if you're Should be watching this episode. Yeah, then. I was going to say, <laughs> if you're watching this episode, you're, you hopefully have seen all these shows. So, 
Uh, if not, apologies for the spoiler right there. But the the scene that I also like kind of got me in this show relatively early on is the scene where Leia is being kidnapped and she's like being chased through the trees. Yeah, that's right. I'm like, these guys are like grown men struggling to catch mm -hmm. a nine year old girl or however old she is, mm -hmm. and they're like, you know, running into trees and like tripping over their yeah. own feet. I'm like, okay, what what's happening? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, wasn't and it wasn't one of them flee from uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yes, yeah. Also, the scene where Obi Wan like puts her in her his trench coat and then walks out of the station. I'm like, yeah. really? No one sees that. <laughs> but that's it reminds me of like uh, old cartoons or old like uh, uh, movies where the kids would like stack up on on top of each other in a yes. trench coat and pretend to be an adult. You know, the yeah. same type of thing. Yeah, but I will yeah. say that I did like the you know you mentioned uh, having little leia there i did like that it kind of spun us pretty early on because mm -hmm. for me anyway i thought we were going to watch obi-wan basically protect luke the entire series i think that's what a lot and of it was thought. yeah yeah and it was a completely different storyline after that so i thought that was really cool really smart mm -hmm. um and uh yeah so I, I but i was the same way i i enjoyed the character of leia i always like leia's stories so to see a little bit more insight into her growing up and actually meeting like hanging out with Ben the entire time. And, you know, mm -hmm. we, we, no one ever knew this actually happened. So I thought that was a, a cool little spin and a little addition to, to her story. I think the last thing I want to make a point of is I think Obi-Wan, uh, the Obi-Wan show, the, one of the problems it suffers from, it, that it does suffer from, is that there was so much hype and anticipation behind this show but I think mm. people think more lowly <laughs> of it than it would be otherwise because it didn't meet the expectation. Ironically, another show we're going to talk about today is almost the opposite. Like the mm -hmm. expectations were so low or not even there that when the show was as good as it was, and you guys might know what show I'm already talking about, and we'll talk about it here in a second, um, that it was just like, oh my gosh, like I did not expect this to be that good, that sort of thing. So. Mm -hmm. But kind of the the flip thing here with Obi Wan that there was so much hype, so much anticipation that I think a lot of people were somewhat disappointed when it when it came out. So I, again, I I don't mind the show. I, I do like it. Mm -hmm. I like it more than Boba Fett. Um, but it, it does end up at fourth place on my personal ranking. So all right. Um, I want to preface my top three by saying okay that I feel like in a year I could go any direction on my <laughs> one through three. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just saying that when I formulated my list at this point mm -hmm. in time, at the beginning of December in the year 2023, this is how I'm currently feeling about these shows. Mm -hmm. Having said that, a year from now, one through three could be very interchangeable. So, um, thank you for the I, disclaimer. I, I think that yes. that goes for honestly, that goes for me too. So, I'm I'm because of that disclaimer, I am very interested in what our top threes are and if they even match up. I think we're going to have a diff. Well, actually, no, you know what? I'm going to say we have the same number three. Okay. All right. Let's see it. Uh, yeah, ah! we do. <laughs> <laughs> I think our whole list might be the same. Yeah, they, it might be. Also, for those that don't know, Joey and I don't really we don't know what each other's picks are prior to the yes. to the podcast. We we send them to, to Gibbo, and then Gibbo puts them mm -hmm. into the format for us, so. Uh, we both have the Mandalorian at number three on, on each of our lists. Um, I guess I can go first on this one. Um, I, I think it's really important when you talk about this position that 
if it were not for season three of Mandalorian, it would probably be number one on my list. Um, I think season three did a relatively large detriment to the show, and not that it was bad, um, that it it just felt very different from the first two seasons, a little bit slower, a little bit less high stakes. Um, in the end, Gideon kind of felt like not a super fulfilling character, not a super fulfilling end. They kind of drop all this stuff about cloning and then the whole place like blows up and you're like, so did any of that matter? I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I love a lot of the characters for what it's worth in The Mandalorian. And I think the novelty of this being the first Star Wars live action TV show will never die as long as like Star Wars TV shows are a thing. Mm-hmm, I think this right. will forever be like, Uh, cemented and ingrained in people's minds as like the show that started the disney plus era of star wars and for that reason i think the season one and season two of this show are arguably the best live action disney plus uh seasons there's probably one other one that i would incorporate with those two but um overall the mandalorian has given us these two Really lovable characters in very different ways, of course. Grogu more in the traditional sense of like squishy and fun and lovable, and Mando more in the sense of like the rogue who's endearing because he cares for Grogu. Um, and they function really well together. The story was just fantastic in the first two seasons, especially. Um, and again, one through three could go any direction for me on any given day. Um, at the end of season three, with where we are now, and maybe this will change after season four. I would not be shocked. But where we are now at the end of season three, I've got to put Mando in the third spot, just barely behind number mm-hmm. two for me. All right. Yeah, and just to reiterate everything that you basically said, yeah, I, I think if it wasn't for the season three, again, not saying that it's bad, but it it was, this is a different story now. <laughs> um, this is the story of Bo-Katan now, you know, and... If this was a different series, maybe there's a spin-off of her at some point or something. But, you know, the 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 reason that we loved it early on was because of the relationship between Din Djarin and Grogu. Full stop, that's what it was, you know. And where that still continues on here, it's very much in the background. It's very much just a secondary type of story and it's not as you know, in front and center, right, you know, right in your face the entire time. Now, does it still tell a great story? Absolutely. In season three, I thought it was great how they were able to kind of bring in all these Mandalorians and uh, have them unite together. And, you know, there's all the action. There's lots of funny parts, but there was Jack Black and Lizzo. So I think the... That's true. I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah. So, so just kind of the random, the random cameo there. Um, which kind of was right in the middle of it. Unfortunately, that's one of the things that stick out for my season three of Mandalorian. You know, there isn't a Luke uh, showing up at the end, you know, at, at a battle there. That's not the one in, you know, that's not the season, you know, thing, the type of thing that you remember in season three. It's it's like a meme. It's like, you know, oh, by the way, here's Jack Black and Lizzo just because we can, you know. As much as I thought that was a fun episode, it's not what I'm looking for as far as, you know my Star Wars content. It's it goes right in the line with the uh, the spinning shot guy. You know, so I think it's unfortunate. So it did drop again for me to the third spot. And like I said before, 
all these are, you know, it's just because that we are ranking them. They're, you know, you, you, one's going to slip underneath the other. But I will say, if if season three wasn't around, if we were just judging off the first two seasons, maybe this changes a little bit, and maybe, like you said, in a year it'll change then. So, um, but yeah, I, I I'm okay with this pick at the three because of because uh, because of all of that, and I again, great show, but just not quite as good as the two that we have above. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I I think. The Mandalorian, also the third season, I mean, teased a lot of stuff that didn't ever like. Mm-hmm. I think the whole season, I, I said this during our reactions. I was like, ooh, the uh, the armor is going to be a double agent. Like, ooh, Moff Gideon is actually mm-hmm. doing blah, blah, blah. Oh, the Mythosaur right. is going to be in the last episode. And, and like, it didn't, it felt like it was teasing stuff all season. And then nothing like huge happened, you know? Um, so, anyways. That was just another point I wanted to add in there, but um, those are our third, fourth, and fifth rankings for our live-action TV shows. I think what we're going to do now is rather than reveal the second, we're going to reveal our top-ranked shows, and then shortly thereafter also have the second-place-ranked shows revealed. Um, I, I don't know. We might have the yeah. same list, one through five. We, we might. I, I, so, so this was the pick that I wasn't sure where you were going to go. Right. number three so i would so i'm like maybe I, he's at a two and one i saw my rankings today that i had sent gibbo a few days ago and i was like looking at them and i was just like should i switch one and two so even to this like even today mm-hmm. as i sat here looking at them i was like one and two are so close for me yeah uh, and obviously yeah. like obviously one of them is ahsoka and, and one of them is andor and so there's a little bit of recency bias that comes into play in regards to where I put Ahsoka versus where I put Andor because Ahsoka we've just finished Andor it's been like you know about a year since we finished the first season so um yeah looking forward to seeing what you did for this for this pick Joey well, let's see it we are ah! the same <laughs> I would love to hear Gibbo's wow. reaction as well for when we both sent him our list, and he's like, "Guys, these are the exact same thing." <laughs> Gibbo, did you did you uh, see Joey's list and think, "Wait, this is the same as Ben's list"? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know if Gibbo is uh, on his on the microphone right now or not. But yeah. Um, yeah. So for those actually who are listening to the audio version and not seeing what just happened, uh, Joey and I's number one pick is both Ahsoka. Uh, and both of our number two pick is Andor. So I can't. That is incredible that we did that. I, I was this close to putting Andor at my number mm-hmm. one, though. I really was. I was pretty. I was pretty solid on my one two. Yeah, yeah. I was solid on it. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Ahsoka or Andor first? Okay, Andor. I would say yeah. Let's talk about Andor first. Okay, you want? I can. I could. Yeah, I'll start off with the Andor okay. discussions here. Um. So with Andor. And this is the show that you kind of mentioned earlier that not it kind of flew under the radar. Not a lot of people were were hyping it up going in into the uh, to the series, really having a lot of expectations, a lot of hype going into it. But it ended up being such a great show uh, with with all of the characters, all of the writing. Mon Mothma has my heart now for sure. Um, there's there's just so and you know these characters that. You know, some you know someone like Cassian Andor coming from you know the Rogue One movie. By the way, top three Star Wars movie, right? Um, mm-hmm. The 
to to have all of that happen. And again, this kind of did, you know, let's just go back a little bit. At the beginning, kind of a slow start. We were, we, were, we had to get through it uh, the first few episodes. But after that, it was just episode by episode. It was more and more um, hype, a, a lot more action, uh, a lot more at stake, it felt like, every single episode. So it mm-hmm. just kept building and building. And, you know, honestly, I think the finale really came through for us as well um, with, a, with a battle there. And it was just, yeah, I think everything was was near perfect honestly because it was it was it was such a good show it laid a lot of groundwork for a lot of the rest of the star wars universe and i was just i was incredibly surprised by how much i enjoyed this yeah i think this was the show i referenced earlier when i was talking about how obi-wan had a a a large expectation that kind of let people down this show had almost no expectation and shocked people with how great it was um, I think the storytelling and the depth of the characters and uh, just the way that, that it builds the story is probably the best of any of these five shows, I would say, actually. Um, and then, of course, the obvious question is, well, why do you have it at two and not at one? Uh, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I, this is very much biased, I think, because I genuinely love the character of Ahsoka. Um, I think four or five episodes into this show, we were all thinking this is the best Star Wars has been in terms of live action TV shows, maybe with the exception of the last episode of the second season of The Mandalorian. Um, and I just, I really enjoyed it. Um, there was a lot to enjoy. Well, now I'm talking about Ahsoka. Let me finish talking about Andor and then I'll, I'll go back to Ahsoka. Um, when it comes to Andor, I think it, it goes back to the sentiment that there is a lot to be... Um, to be addressed in the universe of Star Wars outside of our typical Jedi-Sith conflict. Like, this is someone who is just, like, this average dude, not really a good guy. In fact, he's kind of a bad guy at the beginning of this show. Mm -hmm. And I think that also is something that attracts me to this show, is this is not, like, a, here's this, like, good guy, and then he does all the good stuff, and then, like, the bad team loses, and the good guy wins. No, this is, like, he's, like, pretty much a, he's a criminal who gets, like, worked into the uh, becoming a part of the eventual rebellion, you know. And then we see how, of course, how this all plays out in Rogue One. Um, the prison episodes are some of my favorite, not just Star Wars television, but just Star Wars in general. Um, yeah. Andy Serkis is an incredible actor. I think he is um, wildly underrated in this show. For those that also don't know, Andy Serkis played Supreme Leader Snoke in the sequel trilogy. R.I.P. Kino Snoke. R.I.P. Snoke. <laughs> yeah, Kino, Kino, is Kino Snoke. Snoke. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, Joey and I had this running joke for a while that uh, that the origin story of Supreme Leader Snoke is actually just Kino from the prison. Mm-hmm. So, will it be true or not? You know, we'll have to wait and see if that's confirmed. Uh, but this is basically like the most mature Star Wars show, I would mm. say. Um, it's kind of just like watching a fun spy thriller. And, and, and it's really enjoyable all the way through. It's a lot of intrigue. It's a lot of deceit. Uh, and the character of Andor is, like, oddly uh, welcoming and inviting into, like, his story for someone who is very morally gray at the start of this show. So, Right. Okay. Yeah. It's a heavy show, but I think it's super rewarding. There's a lot of people that are down on Andor. I, I think this is a fantastic show, personally. So um, it goes slightly below Ahsoka for me. Only because I just I, I, mean, I love the character of Ahsoka <laughs> so much. Um, mm-hmm. Were the last two episodes of this show exactly what we wanted 
maybe not. Um, were they bad? I don't think by any means. They, I know there's lots of people who were really down on the last two episodes of Ahsoka. Um, really? I didn't, I didn't feel that same way. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Like I see stuff on, on like Star Wars Reddit and just watching mm. Star Wars YouTubers. There's people that like did not like episode seven and episode eight of Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, were they as strong as like episodes three, four, and five? Maybe not. But I didn't think they were anywhere near bad. Um, I'm excited to see where the world of, you know, this Ahsoka show takes us. Ron is now a threat again. How are we going to get off Peridia? And then I think the most intriguing part about this show, which is ultimately one of the small pieces that put it above Andor, um, I love Balin. Balin's character mm -hmm. is so mm -hmm. cool. There's so much mystery. There's so much intrigue. Like, that's what we want from shows. We want questions that don't feel easy to answer, that when we do get the answer, it's like, whoa, that's what makes a cool Star Wars show, you know? Like the reveal at the end of this season where he's standing on the hand of one of the Mortis gods. It's just like, whoa, we've just like crossed over into a whole nother territory here. This is going to be great. Um, I, I hope we don't see Balin's story go by the wayside in season two um, due to the untimely passing of the actor Ray Stevenson. Um, I, I really don't know how they're going to go about this. But I really hope the approach they take is not that they just drop it and we never hear about Balin again. So, um, all, all that being said, it might be recency bias. It might be personal bias because I just love the character of Ahsoka. But I'm going with that show number one. What What was the main reason you put that number one over Andor for, for you? <clears throat> There's a, a lot of the same. I mean, we just watched it. Uh, There's some characters in there that I absolutely love. Ahsoka, Sabine, Hera. Uh, Captain Teva, you know, so I mean, there's there's definitely a little bit of a bias going into it. But the, the thing is, is that because of of that, of those characters that I already enjoy, I don't feel I don't feel that they did those characters wrong at all, if that makes sense. Right. Because I have this idea if um I have this idea of who these characters are. Right. Because of Rebels, because of Clone Wars. And I think they did them. I did, I think they did them justice, you know. And I think that's that's a huge part of why I enjoyed it. Now, are there little things here and there that maybe are a little different, like Ahsoka's kind of overall personality throughout the show, right? In in comparison to what you're used to in Clone Wars and with Snips and with Anakin and how they were. And I'll say it again, like how I did with uh, when we were talking about the Last Jedi last uh, episode. Is that the you know these characters are people or they're you know they're that they are you know they have seen some things that they have they have to grow out grow into you know or they they're they're battered they're beaten and they have to have you know there's gonna have they're gonna be some scars whether they be physically emotional no now you know so with all the stuff that Ahsoka has seen over her time I could see that she's gonna be a little bit different from what we've seen in the Clone Wars a little bit more mature grown up now did it go to a bit of a you know too far of a level like a little bit too stoic you know maybe here and there but i still feel the the general character of ahsoka is kind of the same where her heart is and she did have to come back to it a little bit after the world between world worlds episode where she kind of you know was a little bit lighter you know after that she was and i think alex when we were what we were watching it with her she was the one that kind of mentioned like oh look she's like wearing the all white she's a little bit you know lighter as far as her personality and things like that so i think you know especially having these discussions with other people really does help out um so definitely watch out for next episode when we have uh, other people on the panel but the 
to to have those characters i have my thoughts on you know who they should be the sabines the Hera's, um even the choppers out there you know the the war criminal i think we we should always you know they, i think they did you know did right by all of those characters of course dave filoni is a big part of it so of course it's going to be like you know pretty much a one-for-one comparison of how they're going to be so to sum up that's why i liked ahsoka the most uh, number one because the characters that I've grown to love in Rebels and in Clone Wars uh, really came to life on the on real action, on live action here. So easy number one for me, Ahsoka. Um, and yeah, that's uh, yeah, that was that was my list. Yep, I would I would agree with that. I think most most more than anything, it, it kind of just felt the most like classic Star Wars, and so I think that's mm-hmm. also kind of why I put it at my number one as well. So I mean, it has lightsabers, so that's that's pretty important. We, we love those lightsabers. <laughs> um, and again, for those of you maybe not watching the video version of the podcast and you're just listening, a quick recap for Joey and I's top five live-action Star Wars show rankings. We had The Book of Boba Fett at number five, Obi-Wan Kenobi at number four, Mandalorian at number three, Andor at number two, and Ahsoka at number one. Joey and I proving that we are turning more and more into the same person with the exact same... <laughs> rankings <laughs> i was actually I, I was mandalorian was going to be the one that i wasn't sure where you were going to and if if we both hit number three i i was confident that we would get the uh the same list all together yeah yeah and again maybe a year from now i could interchange one two or three those three shows for me are kind of like a tier above obi-wan and maybe even two tiers above boba fett so sure. um this has been our list which also is a great opportunity to once again pose the question to each of you listening and watching how do you rank these five star wars live action tv shows let us know down in the comments or on the socials again you can also reach us uh, at any of the socials at hot hangout get us your top five rankings maybe even be on the lookout for the hot hangout community poll maybe we'll uh post something over there leading up to this release the release of this episode so uh be on the lookout for that again the question of the week how do you rank the Star Wars live action TV shows. Let us know in the comments below, uh, which is also, as Joey just mentioned a few moments ago, a great opportunity for us to once again promo next week's Hoth Hangout podcast episode. We're going to be doing a sort of uh, first shot at our Jedi Knights of the Round Table <laughs> series within our podcast. Uh, hoping to make this more of a reoccurring thing where we invite other members of the Star Wars podcasting community and the Star Wars YouTube community to kind of come onto the pod and pick, we'll have a topic and we'll discuss and we'll kind of just share our experiences as Star Wars fans. And so uh, what other topic would we, would we be talking about next week other than the Star Wars live action TV shows, uh, kind of similar to what we discussed today. So next week's podcast will focus mainly on hearing some thoughts and perspectives from each of our guests. Uh, which at this time, I'm very happy to announce our uh, Laney Byers from YouTube. We'll actually, we'll have each of these uh, guests' information available in the show notes of this episode and next week's episode if you're interested in checking any of them out leading up to the next episode of the pod or following next week's podcast. Uh, Laney Byers from YouTube does some awesome Star Wars reactions uh, here on YouTube. Additionally, Ezra from the Star Wars Hangout podcast. For those of you who uh, might remember, Joey and I went on the Star Wars Hangout podcast probably like three months ago at this point, something like that. Um, so we're, uh, you know, 
Ezra's a really great guy. Awesome dude. We'll we'll link his channel down in the show notes below. Glad to have him uh, back on our uh, back on our podcast after we going on his. So uh, he'll be our second guest. And then our final guests will be Kerwin and Keith from the Father Son Galaxy podcast, a Star Wars podcast that we recently discovered here on YouTube. Uh, so in total, we'll have four guests next week. Lanny Byers, Ezra, Kerwin, and Keith. It'll be fun. We'll get to hear from each of them their thoughts on uh, Disney live-action Star Wars TV shows and kind of get their rankings perhaps as well. So uh, be on the lookout for that. That will be available, let's see, the 13th. Am I correct? Do I have my dates correct? Uh, December 13th, I want to say. No, no, I'm sorry. December 14th. 14th. will be the release date of of that episode. So this episode here uh, will be released on uh, December 7th. So, um, I think that about does it. If you're not yet subscribed to the Hoth Hangout podcast, check, check us out on YouTube. Smash the like and subscribe button over there. Thank you to the 351 of you who are current subscribers to the Hoth Hangout YouTube channel. We appreciate you so very much. Additionally, we're reachable via email at hothhangout at gmail.com shoot us your questions or thoughts star wars related or otherwise we'd love to showcase them here on the podcast additionally you can always check out the hoth hangout podcast on spotify and apple and anywhere you get your podcast leave a five-star review on each of those platforms we would appreciate it so very much additionally you can check out hoth hangout on the socials whether it be tiktok instagram or x at x. hoth hangout x at Hoth Hangout is the handle for each of those various social platforms. And lastly, of course, we want to say thank you to Gibbo for producing the show, videos, and assets, and for being our number one in every list. Appreciate <laughs> you, Gibbo. Gibbo, by the way, I don't know if we heard from you earlier. What were your thoughts on the, uh, the list that Joey and I provided when you realized that we gave you the exact same thing? Yeah, I thought you were going to mold in together, but I also, you, Joey <laughs> sent them in one to five and you sent them in five to one. So I was a bit confused to start with. You're like, wait, these guys did the exact same thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and also the opposite thing apparently as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we are becoming uh, more and more the same person in our, in our Star Wars opinions, Joey. <laughs> You, get, you you might start losing hair like me, so be careful. Yeah, honestly, I might. I'm, I'm, I'm thinning up there. So, uh, you got any more thoughts about Star Wars live action TV shows before we sign off for this one, Joey? I'm just excited for more of it. Skeleton Crew, Acolyte. You know that I know it's going to be a little while for that, but we'll have season two of Andor eventually. Hopefully, uh, another episode, uh, season of Mandalorian. Uh, I think Disney Plus is doing a great job producing these. Maybe didn't hit it out of the park with Boba Fett, but. Uh, still, uh, still a good, uh, a lot of good content coming from Disney Plus and live action TV. So, I'm happy. Hopefully, we get that uh, Andor season two trailer soon. We'll Ooh, see. yes, yes. I would, I would, I would love to see it. But uh, thank you all so much for listening. Shout out to George Lucas. Shout out to Dave Filoni. Thank you for listening to episode 59 of the Hoth Hangout podcast, covering our Disney live action tv show rankings we'll hope to see you next week when we bring on all of our fantastic guests once again each of their channels and information will be down in the show notes below and until the next time thank you so much for listening to the hot hangout podcast we appreciate you all so very much we'll catch you in the next one and may the force be with you <laughs>